Hey everybody, welcome to the KF Podcast, the pro- the wrestling show for March 18th. Mm-hmm. Um, once again this week coming at you, it's just me and Brock. Yep. So your AEW representation is not here for the week. <laughs> <laughs> you just got us. Yep, haters. No haters, no one to protect Tony Khan this week. Um... <laughs> But this week, we're going to start off with, to me, some really sad news of the week. Um, Scott Hall passed away on Monday at the age of 63. Um, He suffered a hip injury, Mm -hmm. and he got surgery for his hip. And during surgery, he had blood clots, which led to multiple heart attacks, which I guess wiped him out pretty good. And then uh, he was put on life support, and then they waited till family got there the next day, and then they uh, pulled him off the life support. But he still lived like six hours after that, which is crazy. You know, a lot of people mm-hmm. were hoping for a miracle. You know, praying that he would tap yeah. out, as DDP was saying. You know, me too. But um, I was hoping he'd kick out, kick out, not tap out, kick out. Yeah, that sounds even worse. But. Uh, um, I was really broken up about this. I mean, I, I, I literally cried about this. I was a huge Scott Hall fan. Mm-hmm. I mean, Hall and Nash were so special to me for the NWO and everything that they did. And I was a huge Razor fan when he was in the WWE. I thought Razor Ramon was great. Yeah, and then hearing like all these stories that I never heard about, it, just about how much he cared about the guys he worked with. Yeah. Like Scotty Too Hotty posted something saying, like, when he was an indie guy and he was booked on a show with Scott Hall, Scott gave him money just to, so he could get through the week. And he tried to pay him back after he made it, and he refused to take the money and all this stuff. Just And there's all kinds of stories like that just popping up. And also, people tell the stories about how smart he was in wrestling. Yeah. Like, a lot of people don't know that he came up with Sting's gimmick for the his yeah. Sting's Crow stuff. That mm-hmm. he was, you know, hey, hey, you gotta, why don't you be like the Crow? Did you ever see that show, you know? You can't be all normal looking. You should be dark and broody. You know, you're mad at us. You want revenge. Yeah. You know, like, that was all him. You know, him and along with Nash were like, when they did the NWO days back in the day, and these people, producers at TNT were like, you know, well, we're going to have a promo, a commercial for you. And he was like, we don't work here. He's like, mm-hmm. we're invaders. You can't, we don't want to be on your TV. We're, we should do our own ads where we're like, this was paid for by the NWO, you know. Mm-hmm. He also wanted separate kiosks where they would sell their shirts. Yeah. Because you shouldn't be... All kinds of stuff. But, like to try and make it seem real. Yeah, he's trying to make it seem real. And, and, you know, they started all that that, like, you wouldn't have a lot of that. Without the NWO, You there wouldn't, if they didn't start that, what they did with being these cool real-life characters, you wouldn't have had Stone Cold and a lot of these other things. No, the Attitude Era wouldn't have happened. Yeah, because the WWE was all goofy stuff when they left At the that. same time, like, that episode where Scott Hall debuted in uh, in WCW, like, WWE had, like, the Sultan on the screen, I think, at the same time. Yeah. Something stupid. And you had a dentist, and you had all these other yeah. characters, you know. But I think it was the Sultan had a match against somebody... As Scott Hall was walking down through the crowd. It was a real time they sold wrestling. Like, when you watch that back in the day, even though I knew wrestling was fake, there was still a part of me was like, do they work for Vince still and they're just here to fuck And that's the- why there was a big lawsuit, because it was so believable. It was, yeah. 
It really made you feel like that they're not they're here to do this. Like it's different. It was so real. Where wrestling wasn't real. Mm-hmm. And it's Scott believable. Was, Scott was great. Yeah. Hogan had a nice tribute to him. Yeah. He said Hulkamania was dead and buried until I met Scott Hall and he taught me how to be cool. Yeah. He did. You know. Because he was the first guy that was it was cool to like the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Villains in wrestling, you hated them. You booed them. They, they yeah. were the Iron Sheik and these other guys and guys you didn't like where, you know, you thought he was cool. Ric yep. Flair was a bad guy, but he was a dick. You know, like, mm-hmm. uh, where Razor and Scott, they were he was cool, you know? Yep, for sure. He's going to really be missed. And I'm just sad that, he, I mean, he got his life together. Was he was healthy. Did. Kicked all the addictions and stuff. Really put in the work to get by that, and then this is what takes him out. It really is upsetting. Yeah, and he came a long way thanks to DDP. Mm-hmm. And and you know what I I got I'm so happy I got the honor of meeting him in 2018 at at um All In mm-hmm. where I was at that convention you know and I had just met Nash paid twenty five dollars to sit and take a picture with him and he was okay but he wasn't really all that friendly or talkative and you know yeah. and I was always a big Nash guy but I ran into Scott in the cafeteria part there where he like had just arrived and he was just about to get his food. And I thought to myself, like, I shouldn't bother this guy, but I'm never going to have this chance again. And I uh, went over to him and was like, hey, Scott, I'm sorry to bother you. And he was like, it's cool, bro. And he was so nice. He yeah, was like, yeah, I yeah. like the shirt, man, repping the colors, you know. And he was, how you been? Are you having a good time, bro? You know, and and he, we two sweeted each other, shook my hand. And I walked right out of there on, like, cloud nine. I was, he mm-hmm. was so cool. He was so himself. And he wasn't like, yeah. you know, I'm fucking eating, leave me alone or whatever, you know. He was just mm-hmm. a cool dude. And uh, like, you know, a lot of their dedication to saying he was the coolest guy in the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he really did a lot with the NXT guys. Yeah. And stuff back when NXT was good. Taught him how to be villains. <laughs> Taught him how to be yeah. bad guys. Yeah. I know he worked with Baron Corbin a lot. Did the, um, what, the first real ladder match was him and Michael's. Yeah, I saw their second one at SummerSlam that year. Still maybe one of the best ladder matches of all time. Mm-hmm. What was the... It's it set the standard. The Intercontinental Champion Inter- Championship really meant something when he had it. Oh, yeah. Yes, for sure. He is cool. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a shame. I'm glad that, you know, we thought we were going to lose him years ago. Mm-hmm. And, you know, fix him. It's, it's, it hits hard that, like... Something freaky like that, but you know, who knows what condition his body was in from the damage yeah. it put on him. You know, mm-hmm. I thought it was really awesome that the WWE, especially during Raw, he died during Raw, finally yeah. passed, and they had that video package ready to go. Uh-huh. By the start of hour three, it was out there. You know, they put that mm-hmm. shit together, which maybe they started working on it earlier in the day, knowing he was going. But yeah, I'm sure they did. It was a nice video package. They always do a good job with that, you know. They do. They do. It's it's tough to watch his uh his Hall of Fame speech now after all that, you know, mm-hmm. which is such so a quotable. So quotable, such a good speech. Mm-hmm. But yeah, rest in peace to the bad guy. I will definitely miss you, man. I mm-hmm. won't be the For same. Sure. Yeah. So, other big news this week, which kind of happened before this, was, did you watch SmackDown last week at all? I did. Did you see what happened to Big E? 
Yes, and I think it's time that the Rich Holland experiment ends and we never see him again. Yeah, because he he's been a little sloppy. Um, look, look at his record. He failed to catch a guy on a dive, broke his own leg, was out for a year. As soon as he comes back, he breaks his face, and now he breaks a top guy, former WWE champion's neck. I, I really think... And he almost killed Johnny Gargano once with the oh, same... Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that With the one. same move. I, I think it's time that this experiment ends. But and I also, we just never see him again. I also I, think I, it's I'm time over. for both wrestling organizations to, to stop, stop with the shit. Stop with a lot of this out on the concrete shit that they do. You know, mm-hmm. you always got to exit the ring for every match, whether yeah. it's a. It doesn't even matter if it's a hardcore match anymore. Right. They always go out to the floor for this shit. That and someone. Here's the thing with the way he botched this. It didn't matter if it was in the ring on a bed. No, yeah, this one was hard because he just didn't. He didn't get him up high enough like he's supposed to. No. The only thing I'm sure he didn't do anything malicious, but and that was the only thing I had a hard time with was, you know, from what I understand of reports, the guy was devastated. He was at the hospital with Big E. I'm sure he's a decent human being. And people were sending him death threats online, and even Mm -hmm. Big E was like, "Dude, chill." Like, it's just time that. He no. finds another line of work, I think. He I don't definitely. wish anything bad upon no, him. No, but he needs to find another line of work. He's not good. No. He's not good. Or get at... trained. Go to go somewhere where you can be trained instead of, you know. He's having a hard... I think he thinks he's stronger than he really is. Because you got to be strong to do that move. Especially to somebody built like Big E. Yes, because when you get them in that belly-to-belly and get them up in the air, you got to be strong enough... To push him up, elevate him more. That way, he gets that full rotation and lands mm-hmm. flat on his back. He didn't do that. He's a big guy. Yeah, he didn't do that. He just threw him up over and lost control of him, and mm-hmm. and like we saw, almost fucking killed him. He, I've seen some reports say that if he wasn't as thick as he was in the neck, he'd be dead. Oh, of course, yeah. His biggie's neck is huge. Hmm. That would have been anybody else. They'd be, they would have either been dead or paralyzed. Mm-hmm. And thank God he's not. Yeah. I mean... He may never wrestle again. I think he's going to be okay. I hope so. I mean, from what I understand, he I've been following what he understand said is he's not going to require any surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just healing and, and, and um, physical therapy. So without the surgery and all that, I think he'll be okay. That's I hope so. And and you can tell that Big E is such a great guy because everyone from AEW Everybody, to WWE yeah. to Impact was reaching out to this guy and, yeah. and, and saying how much they love him and and, and worry about him, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, Drew McIntyre I guess was there the whole day, stayed with him, you know, yeah. a lot of other guys were there all day with him and uh just love Big E, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, for sure, our our prayers go out to him as well too. And, and yeah, because that's that's no joke. That's yeah. a pretty serious yeah. thing to happen. And I hope he's okay. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to be. I think he really lucked out. Yeah. Or someone was watching over him, keeping him safe. So. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that, that was tough to see that though. I, I yeah, that was that was a rough one. Other than that, um, nothing too great. Great on SmackDown, you know. Roman wasn't even on, and 
you know, Brock was on chasing people, but you know, I don't know, not doing too good, not doing a lot of good here, building some stuff here. Uh, I'm not sure who Ricochet is going to fight at Mania. He doesn't even have a fucking opponent yet. I, I know I say this every year, but it, it gets worse every year. Yeah. This is the least interested I've ever been in a WrestleMania. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, if you go through the card, they have two of the championships wrapped up in that in that unification match. But so that means on Raw, we haven't had Lesnar on Raw in three weeks. So there's no, no world title build on Raw at all. No. Which is ass. So no one's getting that spot. Like, you mean to tell me that it wouldn't be better storytelling if the WWE Championship was right now in a feud with Rollins and Owens instead of what they're mm -hmm. doing with them? Yeah. I mean, I, I know they're trying to make this big match, but it's it's at the expense of the title. It's at the expense of of keeping other other brands and other shows you have interesting because mm -hmm. the championship's yeah. not even there. And if Brock Lesnar wins it, you'll never see titles on any of these shows. You know, if Roman wins, then I think Roman will be on Raw and SmackDown and entertain both, because that's kind of what they yeah. do with him. And I think he is going to win. Well, hopefully he does, because it's a terrible build. So, um, you know, you have that. You know, the other stuff, you know, I, I like the Edge and AJ stuff. I think that's going to be good. Um, mm -hmm. That had That's had a little bit of build, you know. Um, but, like... I don't really care about Sami Zayn fighting Johnny Knoxville. No. That, that's a joke. Well, look at the tag title match for SmackDown. The Usos against Nakamura and Rick Boogs. Yeah, where did that's that come from? That's a WrestleMania match. Yeah, and how did that come about? The two of them were coming out last week, and Roman and the three of them came out and beat them up so that they could cut, cut a Brock promo. So that, And now they get a title match. What the fuck is that? How does that interest anybody? I don't know. And you know what? They'll probably win. Probably. It's no and bill. The, the, the two women's matches are nothing really. I mean, we've seen Ronda Rousey and Charlotte already a few times. Yeah, and we pretty much know who's going to win that one. You know Rousey's mm -hmm. winning that. I mean, that's a no-brainer. Um, and then the other one. Uh, it's know, been good, though. Becky and Bianca yeah, Belair. Yeah, it's okay. Finished, you so. know, But I would rather have seen Rhea Ripley in that spot. But, uh. Well, she's in that tag team triple threat. Yeah, because her and what's her name are now the new female DX. Mm -hmm. Let's see. And then we've got Steve Austin to confront Kevin Owens on the KO show. Which I like Steve Austin being at WrestleMania in Texas, but you could have done something better and KO should have a match. Yeah, I agree. He's going to fight him, but it's not a match. You know, they're, I, I, like I said. Rollins and KO would have been a much better fighting for the WWE Championship. That's your two of your mm -hmm. top guys. They should be going for that belt. It should have been a storyline of them being friends, and then they got into a match, and then, like, there's no winner, and it's vacant, and they're fighting for the vacant title. You know, like, mm -hmm. there's so much you could have done. Because yeah. these two wrestled on Monday and had an absolute great match together. Why didn't we mm -hmm. get that at Mania? We got it at an empty arena at Mania. Yeah, we did. And don't forget, we have Ray and Dominic Mysterio against The Miz and Logan Paul. Yeah, which no one cares about that. You know, Logan Paul brings in viewers, though. I think that's all they really care about. Um, but, yeah, it, it's just it's just bad. Now, 
And then the Rollins stuff. What do you? I don't know what they're doing with Seth Rollins. They're I'm, definitely teasing Cody, but oh, I don't think that's what it is. They're doing that on purpose. Mm-hmm. They let me just say right right away. There's no fucking chance Cody Rhodes is coming to the WWE. But the WWE is now actually being smart enough to tease it, set, so that people think it. And guess what? Their ratings go up because mm-hmm. people are actually online going. I watched three hours of this shit and no Cody. Like, people are interested to see it. Rollins is even saying stuff like, when they were going off the air, they're like, Rollins will have a nightmare at, at, at Mania. Yeah. It's going to be a nightmare for him. It's, uh-huh. all, it's all a goof. I don't know what they're going to do for him. He'll probably end up fighting Omos or something like that, you know. Yeah, because he doesn't have an opponent yet either. I think he's just going to be in the Battle Royal, but who knows. Then don't forget you have the Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory match. Yeah, a build of two weeks. Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin is yeah. on the card. I mean, at least that match has some story to it of it why does. of why it's been <laughs> happening. But it's just but who cares? But you know, Drew McIntyre is going to kill him. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no thought in there like who's going to win this match. You know, right? The only ones, like I said, I want to see is obviously the world title to see what happens. I think Edge and 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 AJ will be great because those guys are good. Um, but other than that, I mean, I, I'm interested in Balor to see what they... He'll have a match with Damian Priest. Maybe he'll do the uh, his thing. And maybe Ricochet gets a good match for the uh, IC title. You know, I'm glad he has that. Yeah, they might bring in somebody new for him to face, too. Yeah, it wouldn't be bad if, so, if they did something like that. Um then you're going to have Braun Breaker and, and Ziggler for the NXT title, probably on the Mania card. Yeah, that'd be nice to see that belt represented there. <laughs> yeah. Breaker will be on the main roster soon. Yeah, especially now that he lost the title. Yeah. But I like I like Breaker. I think he's... Or Steiner. I think he's a good talent. I think he's a good, a good mm-hmm. wrestler. Yeah. And he has much more charisma and stuff in the ring than a lot of other guys I've seen. Yeah. I'm not I'm not disappointed with his push. I like him. You know, here's another thing that they're stupid with. On Raw, they had Omos versus Commander Aziz. Uh-huh. And Omos killed him. Yeah. But Aziz looks like a guy that could beat him. Why would you not have built this for a big mania match? I don't know. Have them squat... Squash guys, maybe do an arm wrestling match between the two of them. You know, mm-hmm. like a feats of strength thing. And then you have a big guy match at Mania. I-, I feel like I could book that and make it work. What they could have done is had like Omos beating all these guys. And then he's like, I've beaten everybody. You know, who's, who, who's going to stop me? Then this guy comes out and like, I'm just as big as you. Yeah. and have I, him... I look like I'm in better shape than you. Yeah, have <laughs> him kill some guys too and be like, I beat that. Mm-hmm. There's so much you could do for story here. And nope. inst- instead, squash him and throw it away. Squash him into about two minutes, and then he'll just be in the battle royal. Thing. Like I don't mm-hmm. understand why they don't know how to how to how to book a, book something like that. It's it, it baffles between me. the two of them. I think Aziz is more marketable if they drop the stupid Commander Aziz gimmick. I think he is too because he's better in the microphone. He he's, a, he looks more imposing. He's not as tall. Yeah. But he looks, you know, he's more muscular, he's yeah. more menacing looking. Yeah, bigger, I, you know, just I liked him when he was, what was his old name? Um, it what was, was his old? Tom, 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 oh, Babateo, Gabateo. 
Dabateo. Yeah, Dabateo. Yeah. That could have been fine. Yeah, instead of Commander Z. <laughs> Hmm. Yeah, but they just don't really, you know. We talk about it; they don't really get yeah. it. So, who do they, you they're think missing gold with that guy? I think. Yeah, I think so too. <clears throat> I kind of hope that Rollins finds his way into the championship match. Yeah, I don't know how he could though at this point because I think it makes it more exciting. Someone that can wrestle on it. Yeah, well, I th- you know, I think Roman can wrestle, but someone that can so do Lesner, but... do a lot. Roman and and Seth can do a lot more together than have Lesnar just beating people up. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what you do with the guy, but they are still teasing Cody, which is hilarious to me. Uh huh. And you know that the because the funny thing about it is like Cody ain't gonna say anything about it because his name's every week. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he it's ain't gonna go. His brand. Yeah, it's building his brand up. Everybody's getting excited for him again, which they'll boo him as soon as he debuts. But <laughs> it's pretty funny, you know, that uh, everyone's just kind of milking it for as long as they can. Mm-hmm. People are saying he's gonna show up at Mania. I'm like, no, he's not. <laughs> he might. Uh, I don't think he will. But... I don't think he will either. Um, what do you? The another good opponent, I think, for Rollins would be Tommaso Ciampa. Yeah, that'd be interesting if he were to come up. But I don't know what he's doing. He looked like he was doing a retirement speech on NXT. <laughs> um, I didn't see NXT this week, unfortunately, or fortunately. I tell you what, NXT has been much better with the addition of the Raw talent and what they're doing. Okay, and and it's working on the ratings. The ratings went up again now. They're up to almost six thirty. Which they were down in the lower fours. It's really been working for them. I think it builds a good level of excitement that you can go back and forth between both shows. Um, You know, Dominic Mysterio wrestled on there. Dominic Mysterio belongs in NXT. I mean, that's like where he should have been from the get-go. You know, know, they do different things on there. You know, with Ziggler on there, like... It's it's been a lot more interesting the weeks that have gone by. None more Nikita Lyons though. She hasn't been on in three weeks. <laughs> they gave up on her already. I guess. No, she's supposed she to come. Too, she was too popular. She's she's supposed to come back next week. Okay. But yeah, it's a much better improved show, and the ratings are showing, and as more people seem to be caring about it, and you know, it's a good way to attempt at what they've been doing is show some guys on Raw. They're on there the next night. It's like connected. You know, mm-hmm. they're almost doing it like the Dynamite Rampage effect. Yeah. But it's live. But they're two live shows. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's been okay. Been better. Uh, Ziggler wrestled LA Knight. That wasn't bad. LA Knight is really over with that crowd there. He is. Which is strange to me. Like, he has catchphrases now. I, I've been fast-forwarding through it, and I didn't realize. I, I haven't watched anything in a, in a while, and I turned it on, like, the crowd's saying his catchphrases, and I was like, when did L.A. Knight get over as, like, this new Stone Cold kind of character, you know? So there you go. That's been that. Uh, what were the ratings for these shows? SmackDown um, was about the same, around 2.2. Raw was about the same, 1.7. So all the, all the WWE programming uh, up, doing well as far as ratings go. Which, you know what that means? They ain't fucking changing a thing. <laughs> no, well, yeah. Like we said last week, they have changed a few things with giving some of the crowd favorites titles. 
mm-hmm. Balor, Ricochet, guys like that, you know. Yeah. Doing stuff with people. People love Dolph, Dolph Ziggler. Mm-hmm. They, they do. They've always loved Dolph Ziggler. When you do stuff with him, people people pay attention. Because he's a worker. Yeah. Um. So then we have uh, the other brand. Um, did you watch Rampage at all last week? Did you see the premiere of Swerve Strickland? I did. <clears throat> what did you think about him? It, it felt like a 205 Live match from a year ago. And how about when he botched the coup de grace at the end? <laughs> that was funny. That was awful. If you can't do that move, then don't do it. You know, yeah. like, I don't know. You kill somebody. Yeah. I mean, Balor does that move pretty perfectly. That looked fucking horrible. I don't know <laughs> what was happening there. But, yeah, it was like watching a boring 205 Live match. Mm-hmm. I didn't, there was nothing really else on that show that I really gave a shit about. Um... But let's talk Dynamite. Um, okay. Dynamite opened up with their big match, Hangman and Jurassic Express versus uh, Adam Cole and Red Dragon. Mm-hmm. Um, what, did I miss a match in here? Let me see. No, that's what they opened with. Okay. Yeah. You, you're missing the women's title match. Is that what I'm missing on there? Okay. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, that's what I missed was the women's match. All right. I was wondering why that one match wasn't on there. Um, so this match, what did you think of all this in the beginning? It was all right. I mean, it was not It was what I expected it to be. I mean, you, Jungle Boy's good. Hangman's good. All three guys on the other team are good. Yeah. Luchasaurus is along for the ride. Yeah, he's <laughs> just along for the ride. Yeah, they worked well. Adam Cole got the win on Jungle Boy. Mm-hmm. I'm glad he picked up that win on him since they had that little rivalry at the beginning of the year. Yeah. It was good to see him get a clean pin on him. Yeah. Yeah, it was all right. It's like a typical AEW match with a lot of people in the ring. Yeah. Um, You had some Young Bucks stuff con- confronting FTR. FTR's totally getting Bret Hart as their new manager. Yeah. Which I'm cool with. Yeah. I like that. What do you think they're going to do with Tully? But here's the, here's the thing that worries me about that. Tully's a good personality, could talk well and stuff like that. Bret Hart's just going to come across as an angry old man, I'm afraid. That's all Bret Hart is, is an angry old man. Mm-hmm. I, I could see Tully going to another team. Yeah. I don't know who. It won't be the Bucks. I don't maybe know. Maybe he'll, maybe he'll be with MJF. Or something like that. Yeah. Is he still with Sean Spears? <laughs> I don't think so. Mm. He hasn't been around Sean Spears in a while. Is the pinnacle even a thing? Well, Sean Spears and MJF are still a thing. They're still the pinnacle? I don't know. They don't use pinnacle all the time. They barely did when they were together. Yeah, that was one of the worst factions ever in the history of factions. <laughs> um, so then we had um, Moxley and Danielson versus Wheel Yuta and Chuck Taylor. What do you think of this match? It was entirely too long based on who these guys are facing. Yeah, the pudding but I, gang. But I did like the tease at the end with Wheeler Yuta. Yeah, I thought that was good. Because I'm not a big Wheeler Yuta fan. I hate the name. The name's a hard, it's a hard name. Uh, I'm not the biggest fan of his. But like, at least this looks like... Because I don't like them as a tag team, Mox and Danielson. Right. It looks like they're going to add some people. And he's a good one to pluck from that group because he's the least ridiculous of that team. Yes, yes, of the pudding gang. Yes, <laughs> of the pudding gang. 
But I, I just don't understand. I like I don't want it to be that Danielson never talks anymore. Yeah, he, he hasn't spoken since Regal's in there. I don't want to hear Regal week in and week out. But I did like that Regal, Regal smacked him and was like, "Go to the back. You're not ready." You know. And as soon as he mm-hmm. got in his face, then the other two kind of stood there. But it feels very weird for Moxley's character, who's like this outlaw that comes from the parking lot, doesn't come from the dressing room, that he just kind of stands there and takes orders from Regal. Yeah. That's just it. Well, it shows the respect he has for him, I think. And Regal's so much bigger than those two. He is. He can probably still beat them up, too. Yeah, even though he's older, he's so much bigger standing in the ring than the two of them. But yeah, we'll see where it goes. I wouldn't mind if they took Wheeler and made him a tough guy. Yeah. You know, it's... Because I would rather it be Daniel Garcia, but he's going to be wrapped up in some Jericho well, That's because Jericho so. fell in love with him, so he's done. But yeah, we'll see how that progresses <laughs> and and what goes on there. You know, you know, see how that work, how that plays out. They've got little potential there. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we I have feel like the, that they teased that they're adding somebody already. Though. Yeah, because they need to be more of a group than than a tag team. Mm-hmm. I still want to see Ma or uh, Danielson wrestle solo matches and yeah. do things on their own. That's not tag team, you know, because right, there's right. so many tag teams. It's mm-hmm. there's like a flux of tag teams. So especially with the Hardy Boys back and all that yeah. stuff. So. Yeah, that's what I was missing in here. Yeah, you were missing a couple of matches. Did I miss anything else? Uh, I don't think so. I don't know how where I got these fucking notes from, but <laughs> we don't have to talk about everything. Well, you know. So um, then next we had uh, what was after that? Wait, here I got the official lineup here, which is the order of operations or the order of operations. Wheeler Udy. Uh, then you had the Jericho Appreciation Society commencement. Um, mm-hmm. I, I I I hate everything about this. I like how they're playing up the sports entertainer thing. Yeah, I, I, and really, I do like the personal history he has with all those guys. It makes it make more sense, but I'm just over him. I'm just over him. I need a break from him. My wife's quote whenever she saw him walk out was like, wow, he looks really feminine. <laughs> My wife asked if it was Edge. And I said, no. I said, Jericho's a better looking guy than Edge. Edge is fucking ugly as hell. And it looks like a crazy person. I said, he just has a beard down hair like him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think that Matt Lee guy, is he just trying to impersonate Randy Savage? I think so. I hate the way he talks. He sounds like he's going to have a stroke when he talks. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know why he's doing a Randy Savage imitation, but... But you know what bothers me about this whole thing? That was like, we're sports entertainers, not pro wrestlers. We're going to go by our real names. That doesn't make any sense. If you're a sports entertainer, wouldn't you go by the gimmick name? Yeah, wouldn't you go by your gimmick name that you have? This Mm -hmm. is just another idea that Jericho came up with, which might be okay, but I feel like he ruins everything. He does it too much. And he drags all these people into it. Like I said, poor Eddie Kingston and, and, and... uh, proud and powerful. They're stuck with this for six months because he want. You know you're going to have a stadium stampede. You mm-hmm. know you're going to have blood and guts with these guys. I mean, they're going to put with them though. Oh, they'll get somebody. They'll bring Sammy into it because Sammy has nothing to do. Mm-hmm. So you get Sammy, and then all you need is one other guy to go along with them, which I'm sure they can find 
someone to rope into a Jericho nonsense. <laughs> and it, it just takes too much time. These segments are so long. I timed this one. It was 11 minutes from the start of Judas till till they, they signed off with those guys. Which is a big bit of a two-hour mm-hmm. show, you know? Yeah. And if it's a match, that's okay. But it's not a match. It's just him. Yeah. Everybody did get a chance to talk at least this time. Yeah. Which is better than most. It's week in and week out. There's wrestlers that go away for weeks at a time. And then and then there's mm-hmm. this. Like I said, Keith Lee hasn't wrestled on Dynamite since he debuted. No. He gets Rampage. He's demoted to Rampage. Which Keith Lee's gonna wrestle this Rampage this week on Rampage, which is on at eleven o'clock at night. If the games if over. the games are over, this fucking show could be on at twelve thirty at night. No one is gonna see Keith Lee wrestle. Why is Keith Lee not wrestling on your prime time show? Is he not a big deal that you brought in that you're trying to make a big deal? Instead, he's gonna. Who's he wrestling? Um, I don't even remember. Is he wrestling Starks or the other Hobbs or no? I I don't remember. I don't know who he's wrestling, but I don't think anyone cares. I mean, it, it it's just bad. It's bad. Mm-hmm. And then while they're interviewing Keith Lee in the back, which his interviews are so bad, I think they need to get someone to talk for Keith Lee. I really do. <laughs> like I, I sounding like Fraser Crane while you're like talking to <laughs> Starks is good on the mic. And you're talking to Starks and Hobbs, and you're just like, and he barely talks, and then. Swerve shows up, and it was like, you guys are just all going to dominate Rampage, which no one fucking watches. <laughs> it's bad. It's bad booking the, from the Booker of the Year. <laughs> and then you had um, Wardlow for Scorpio Sky, and this was totally predictable. Yeah, we called this last week. Totally predictable. MJF um, cost Wardlow the title. Yeah, we knew that was coming. So that they this whole match, this whole match, I'm just like, where's MJF? Like, I, I never thought he was going to beat Scorpio for this mm-hmm. at all. Uh, this was a this face in a Revolution ladder match. The past two years, the person that won has not won the title. It's been completely pointless. Mm-hmm. I don't know why you bother having it if it's just going to get wrapped up in the MJF storyline. Yeah, let somebody else win then. Let somebody else win it and let them get. It's as bad as Lesnar winning the Royal Rumble. I mean, I guess it makes sense that like now MJF took something from Wardlow, I guess. But but you really didn't need to win that ladder match to do it because all you have to do for the TNT title <laughs> is just ask and you can have it on Friday. That's true. You know, there's really no law for it. Ask the current champion. I hate Paige Van Zandt's husband. <laughs> he, he tries. He's awful. And I hate Dan Lambert wearing that stupid championship. I don't know. I don't know why. I thought that was funny. <laughs> I mean, uh, Scorpio Sky said they're going to hang it at the uh, American Top Team headquarters, and then Lambert's wearing it. You know, so it never goes away. But uh, <laughs> at least let Scorpio have a little bit of a run. Mm-hmm. Um, MJF got the shit, or uh, Wardlow got the shit kicked out of him. Yeah. So they'll be. A, uh, he, you know, he's going to f- go through all of them. He'll fight. Uh, what's his nuts first? Mm-hmm. Spears, Spears, kill Spears, and then get his hands on MJF. But mm-hmm. my thing with MJF, is he ever going to come out on top? Uh, if, you, if he didn't get to Jericho, I don't see them letting him win the big one. Because, I mean, he's a big deal against Jericho, then Jericho finishes him off. 
Mm-hmm. He fights Punk. He feuds with Punk. He gets a big feud. It gets to the main match. Punk beats him. And then the same yeah. thing here. Now, you know Warlow's going to eventually beat him. You know? mm-hmm. Do you think Punk gets involved in this? No. No? I think he's going to move on to something else. Maybe the world title. Yeah, maybe. Because he was not even mentioned this week. Yeah, well, they, the crowd was cheering for him and they were beating up Wardlow. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll change direction on that because of that reaction. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Then the next match was the Hardys versus Private Party. It was, it was what it was. I like the Hardys together better than apart. I'll tell you what, though. I do like the Hardys together. I thought they looked bad. They're old. I thought they looked really sloppy. And then Jeff's botch at the end. I, oh, he crushed that guy. Well, he did. <laughs> he got up and the guy was too close. So then, like, he just kind of did, like, a regular dive on him. Do you see that? He just did, like, a... Yeah, but then he did it later and he just landed back first right on his rib. It was so awkward, though, after he did it because you <laughs> knew he was supposed to do it. And they fucked it up. So he stood up. And started clapping to the audience. And the audience uh-huh. was like, what are we clapping for? And then, like, <laughs> I don't know why he just didn't, like, do it and then, like, just get up and do it again. You know, like, there was a mm-hmm. weird 30 seconds. And then that swanton hit was awful at the end. He just yeah. like, landed on his Crushed them. Crushed them. Matt Hardy looked really sloppy, too. They looked really out of out of sync. Maybe they need some time to get back into. Yeah, probably. First time they've wrestled together in years. Yeah, they get they get something going there, you know. Uh, and then there's poor private party. <laughs> mm-hmm. just, they're cannon fodder. Remember when they beat the Young Bucks? Yeah. Um, trying to think if anything else happened significant backstage. Well, Sting and Darby made the save whenever again. Andrade yeah, and, they made the save on Rampage last week. Uh huh. So I don't know if this is yeah. You know, this will end with a big four way match. Probably. Against. Um, what I think one of the worst signings in AEW history is Andrade. <laughs> they should have left him with the House of Black. He would have been interesting. He would have been much better with him because he's awful. His mm-hmm. promos are awful. They sh- yeah. Like Jim Cornette says, you shouldn't let him talk in any language because the no. guy's all over the place. <laughs> I like what he said. You probably can't even understand him when he speaks Spanish if, yeah. he's, if, he, if you know Spanish. He's terrible. <laughs> you know... And almost, like, some of these guys that they have brought over from the WWE and where people were like, I can't believe Vince fired this guy. It's almost to me like you're starting to see maybe why. (laughs) Like, you know when they let these guys do their own thing and they let them come up with stuff? And then Uh you see it and you're like, this guy, I don't get it. You know, like, I, I, I see now why Vince... Got rid of Andrade. Triple H booked Andrade good in NXT. Uh huh. But I don't. I don't. I, you know. I. It's not like I think like he should have fired Malachi Black and all this. But like, there's a couple of them where I'm like, yeah, I get it. Yeah, I get it. Like it's starting mm-hmm. to make a little bit of sense here and there. Some of them. Well, moment. put the role that they have him playing is completely stupid. Matt Hardy sucked in that role. He sucks in that role. It's just a stupid role. Get rid of it, you know? You're tying so many people up in this horrible storyline. Yeah. 
What happened to Angelico and Jack Evans and all those other? I, yeah, I have no clue. I have no clue. Penelope Ford and all the other people that were with them. Yeah, people just sort of disappear. Mm-hmm. Tony Khan's booking makes no sense to me. Everything is like a big deal on the day of, and then it's not a big deal anymore. You get a debut, and you get a debut. Yeah. Then you just kind of go away, and no one cares. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're beating up QT Marshall on, on Rampage. <laughs> uh, then we had the Steel, K mat, Steel Cage match. Uh, Rosa and Britt Baker. What did you think of this? It was good. I could do without the thumbtacks in every women's match anymore that they seem to do. Yeah. But, um... It was good. I'm glad Thunder Rosa won. It's about time, you know. Britt Baker's had that title forever. Yeah. I um I I did not. I hated this match. Yeah. I mean, I don't understand what it is with Britt Baker and this that they. This is an AEW sickness where you did this last year in this lights out match, and then you feel Mm -hmm. like you have to do it again because everybody liked it. It can't just be left alone. So you yeah. have to do it again. This is a steel cage match. Why in the hell was there fourteen fucking steel chairs in, in, in this thing? Is that there's still is it a hell in a cell? Tony Schiavone cleared that up for you. What do you say? Rebel and Jamie Hader put them there. And thumbtacks. And thumbtacks too. Because thumbtacks have to be under their ring. And that spot that they did, Britt Baker's lucky she didn't get paralyzed on that spot either. Mm-hmm. Because they threw. Threw her into a stack of steel chairs that were stacked so tight that they didn't give it all. They didn't move. They didn't move. She just came down down on her back and slid off of it. You're going to kill somebody. There's no reason you need to do these matches. 23 seconds into this match, she's blading. Yeah. Why? Everything needs to be bloody. Is that the only thing we do on on this show? Is everybody needs to be bloody and be like cut up and have all this stuff and then they make it you're supposed to believe that this girl gets slammed onto a stack of chairs falls on her neck on her head onto the ring and kicks out at one and a half yeah but she gets pinned because she gets a power driver on thumbtacks not the fall there are so many things that look like (laughs) you just pop right back up like it didn't matter I'm like, mm-hmm. how did she not? How is that not a pin after that? But oh, oh now it's a pin because the stupid thumbtacks are out. Yep. I don't get why they feel they have to do this shit. And if Thunder Rosa was going to win the belt, why didn't she just win it at the pay per view? Well, they had they wanted to try and pop a rating with this cage match on free TV, and it didn't work because they because yeah. they still didn't make it over a million viewers. They they gained like thirty thousand more, but again, you still didn't make it over a million, which you should be doing with the level of talent that you have. Mm-hmm. Because people are like, I've seen this shit already. Like, we, you know, you know, you know what's going to happen. Like, it, it, I just don't understand it. Brit, but Britt Baker, I think, is a big problem with this. I think she thinks this is so cool that she does these blood yeah. matches and has blood in her entrance and blood all over. You know, yeah. someone's gonna get killed. I did like the Scott Hall attire she was wearing. I was happy she Scott Hauled it up. That was good. She is a wrestling fan, so. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I didn't get this match at all. I don't like this blood and gut shit that they do with the thumbtacks. It's as dumb to me as when WWE has dumb matches and kendo sticks are under the ring for no reason. Because <laughs> that's a part of like a ring crew is fucking kendo sticks. People yep. were training martial arts earlier in the day, you know, and they just left them there. <laughs> sword fighting. Yeah, sword fighting. 
Um, I heard a little bit of ROH news that when it does become its own show, that Tony's going to have head booking rights for that show, too. Of course he is. I think Tony's a little overworked. When you're the booker of the year... You got Dynamite, Rampage, and now ROH are all going to be under you, and you run a football team. Like, mm-hmm. dude, pass it along to someone else. To me, like, I would give that show to William Regal. Mm-hmm. And be like, I have top say, but, like, make it good, Regal. Make it good. Yeah, and maybe they eventually will do something like that. Because you really think you have a better booking mind than guys like Regal or Arn or all these old, talented guys that you have there that have wrestling knowledge. Like, why? He's the booker of the year. He is the booker of the year. Why did Dustin Rhodes come out last night with Under Rosa? Because they both have face half their face painted. She was whole face face last night though. She was. She was also full face paint whenever she won the NWA women's title. Yeah. Fun. How about that mariachi band and all that shit? <laughs> and then it goes to her heavy metal song afterward. That was uh-huh. that was pretty amusing. <laughs> yeah, AEW frustrates me week in week out. They have such. A chance to do good stuff, and then there's always like horseshit that gets mixed in with it, you know. Mm-hmm. It's still better than WWE programming, I think. See, and I thought about this the other day. I think when you look at them, it's like they both have talent, both shows. Uh-huh. The WWE has such a better production quality when it comes to this show. Their backstage interviews are so much better. The the transition, the video packages, all of that. I think they both suffer with shit booking at times. Uh-huh. They both suck with a lot of that stuff they do, but the AEW matches are generally better because they let them do stuff. Which sometimes is a detriment, like you saw last night with the thumbtacks, but they'll let guys that are not like that popular go out and have a really solid match instead yeah, of a squash. Good. And their interview segments are usually better because it's not as scripted. Mm-hmm. Is what sets them apart. But that's what's frustrating yeah. about them because you should be at the point where you can pull in SmackDown numbers with the level you have. But mm-hmm. you bring guys in, then they disappear. Guys that people are excited to see get spotlight, and then they go away. And then it's more Jericho stuff. Like, you're close. You just need to, like, figure it out. But I think Tony Fair. listens to too many talent talent there too much than instead of booking the way he wants it. Mm-hmm. It's tough. They, I mean, they really, like, their roster's too big. Yeah, they have such a – there's so many people on that roster. Except for Joey Janela, he's gone. He's not gone yet. He's just not coming back. Yeah. Jelly, Jelly Janella. <laughs> he's not gonna. He's not gonna re-sign. And the other thing is, uh, now I don't know if it's a work or not, but Dax Harwood started really blasting stuff on. I saw that. Yeah, it feels like a work though. You never know with them. They did yeah, that shit when sure. they were in the WWE too. They would start talking shit, you know, <laughs> and we thought it was a work, and then they didn't re-sign. <laughs> I don't blame FTR for being upset. Yeah. They haven't really done much with them. No, not at all. And, you know, 
you're kind of like I think you're victims of the young bucks there in her egos. Mm-hmm. So we will see, but that was wrestling for the week. Yep. Like always, you know, uh, have a good week. Rest in peace, mm-hmm. Scott Hall. Yes. Get well, Biggie. Get well, Biggie. And uh, we'll see you soon. Later. Later.